0: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. The Biden administration is rolling out new initiatives to urge people to get COVID-19 vaccines. Vice President Harris is going to tour some southern states to help encourage people to get the shots. From member station WABE in Atlanta, Sam Whitehead has more. President Biden says a dozen
1: states have already had 70 percent of adults begin the vaccination process. But he's also bothered by federal figures that show many states across the South are lagging behind. I don't want to see the country that is already too divided become divided in a new way, between places where people live free from fear of COVID and places where when the fall arrives, <coughs> death and severe illnesses return. The administration says the tour will highlight how easy it is to get vaccinated and to work with community groups on grassroots outreach efforts. Vice President Harris will be joined by the First Lady, Second Gentleman, and members of Biden's cabinet. For NPR News, I'm Sam Whitehead in Atlanta.
0: In Israel, an extremely diverse group of political parties says it has enough support to form a new coalition government. If approved by the Israeli parliament, it would take over from Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. NPR's Jackie Northam says Israel has had two years of political stalemate. Four elections in just over two years that have been all ended in deadlock. You know, budgets can't get passed. You know, issues like the economy aren't being addressed. So it just kind of feels like the country, the government is floundering. On top of that, Netanyahu faces corruption charges, his trial's underway. People are just tired of him. Um, You know, even this latest conflict with Gaza didn't give him a boost in popularity, despite being known as Mr. Security. So it's just kind of, you know, his popularity has just dwindled away. NPR's Jackie Northam in Jerusalem. One of Russia's last independent news outlets is being forced to close after the Kremlin branded it a foreign agent. That's because of support it gets from a Dutch media foundation. As NPR's Lucy and Kim reports from Moscow, Russia's foreign agent law is threatening other media as well, including U.S. government-funded Radio Liberty.
2: The news site V-Times had hopes of becoming Russia's main source of financial news when it was founded last year by some of the country's most prominent business reporters. Now the news site says the government's foreign agent label scares off sources and advertisers and puts its reporters at risk of criminal prosecution. Organizations and individuals designated as foreign agents are required to provide exhaustive financial reports and put huge warning labels on any content they produce. The Kremlin is defending the law, saying it's necessary to protect Russians from foreign political interference. Lucien Kim, NPR News, Moscow. On Wall Street,
0: stocks are mixed. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 10 points. The Nasdaq is down about 82. You're listening to NPR News. President Biden is traveling to Europe next week for foreign summits. The White House says he'll first meet with British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and separately with Queen Elizabeth while attending the G7 meeting. Then Biden will go to Brussels for the NATO summit. Separately, he'll meet Russian President Vladimir Putin. The government of Jordan says it will try two suspects that it says were involved in a plot to destabilize the kingdom. Nada Homsi reports that both suspects have close relations with Saudi Arabia.
3: The two suspects facing trial are Bassam Dallah, a former royal advisor who also holds Saudi nationality, and Sharif Hassan bin Zaid, a former special envoy to the Gulf Kingdom. The suspects will face trial following an investigation into an alleged plot to destabilize the kingdom, state news reported. A date for the trial has not yet been set, and prosecutors must first draw up a list of charges. In April, Jordan embarked on an arrest campaign detaining 18 individuals. Sixteen were later released. A former crown prince was accused of taking part in the alleged plot. When news of the alleged coup first broke, Saudi Arabia was quick to deny any involvement. For NPR News, I'm in Beirut.
0: Officials in Sri Lanka are worrying about a growing environmental disaster off the coast. A cargo ship is partially sunken. It's carrying toxic chemicals, and these have already fallen into the water. Tons of plastic pellets fell off, too. These are washing up on the beach, not far from the Sri Lankan capital, Colombo. Neighboring India has sent ships to help with the cleanup. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News, from Washington.